Blog Talk Radio. Reconnect My Heart podcast, the show that we talk about life's problems that may break or tear our hearts apart. On Reconnect My Heart, we'll discuss God's answers to life's problems to reconnect our hearts back to the way he originally made us. I'm your host, Brother Prater. I'm so glad you are able to join us. If you have any questions, comments, or if you just want to listen to the show, feel free to call us at 516 516- Four five three nine one one eight. That's five one six four five three nine one one eight. Or you can listen online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash reconnect my heart. Or you can go to our chat room, which is available on our website right now. You can ask your questions, leave your comments, or send your prayer requests. I would like to say a huge hello, hello, hello to my church family, True Believers, Tapanaka Church, where our senior pastor is Pastor Otis Logan. If you're in the Dallas area, feel free to come and worship with us. 
We are at 4204 Cardinal Drive, Dallas, Texas, 75216. Once again, I want to thank each and every one who are tuning in. And thank you, thank you for your continued prayers and support. Question Do you ever feel If God can Make a way when it seems like All hope is gone Not only is God's strength is seen During our struggles But our purpose Is revealed And our ability To fight for it Is revealed also So on today's show We have the CEO and founder of a nonprofit organization called Courtney's Closet Outreach Incorporated to encourage us to give her personal testimonies, to provide information to support Courtney's Closet, and much, much more in the episode called The Gift That Keeps On Giving. So I would like to introduce everyone Miss Courtney Taylor. How you doing today, ma'am? Hi, Brother Prater. I am awesome. How are you on this wonderful Sunday evening? Doing great. Doing great. Doing great. I hope today was very fulfilling for you. I know today is church day, and I hope that you were fed today. Yes, amen. I am excited to be here. Yes. Yes, thank you, thank you. Before we start, if you don't mind, do you mind leading us in a word of prayer? Absolutely. Let us all go before the throne of grace. Uh, Dear most heavenly and most gracious Father, first and foremost, Lord God, we just want to thank you for the opportunity, Lord. We thank you, God, for the very breath that is in our body, God. We thank you that we have eyes to see and a mouth to speak, God. We have the activities of our limbs, God. I thank you on tonight, God, that we are in our right mind, God. And if anyone's mind is wondering or if anyone's mind has uh, somehow gotten away from thinking the way that it should be, Lord God, I pray and God, I, I declare that you will call that mind back into the mindset of Christ whom was obedient even unto death, Lord. We thank you so much for the opportunity, God. I thank you for the opportunity to not only share my heart and share my vision, Lord God, but to share the heart and the vision uh, that you have given me, Lord God. God, I thank you, Lord God, for the word says in Psalms 86, uh, verse 7, when I am in distress, I call to you, or I call to you because you answer me, God. I'm praying on tonight, God. We stand in agreement, and we, we are praying on tonight, Lord God, that something would be said um, that will answer the prayers that people have been praying unto you, Lord God. We know that your scriptures tell us that you would cause men and women to pour into our bosoms, Lord God. We are 
Lord God, your your arms and your feet. We are the hands and the body or or in the feet of Christ. And I just pray, God, that on tonight something would be said to inspire someone, Lord God. Something would be said to empower someone, Lord God. Something would also be said to activate someone on tonight, Lord God. And I pray, Lord God, that not my will, but let your will be done, Father God. I pray in the name of Jesus, God, that I would be humble in my spirit, knowing that all good things come from you, Lord God. I pray for the oracles of God, to flow out of my spirit on tonight, God, so that everything that I may say, uh, it may come from you, God, and that also you may get the glory for it. In Jesus' name, we praise you and we thank you for it in advance. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Thank Amen. you for your prayers. Yeah. So, so how was your day today? It has been wonderful. Very exciting. Very purposeful. Um, I gotten up earlier this morning, so I have to admit, y'all, I got to admit, I did. I, I caught service online. I was watching um, my dear father in the ministry, uh, Bishop T.D. Jakes, and he preached an incredible message. You know, sometimes, you know, we can't make it to the actual um, four walls of the church. You know, God does have other other avenues in which he can send his word. And today, I, you know, there were some things I needed to do, but I didn't want to miss out on, you know, um, I didn't want to forsake the assembly uh, together of the saints. So I did. I, I turned on my television, my smart TV. I caught um, a sermon online, and I'm telling you, it just, it totally, totally blessed me um, beyond words. And then I went to Walmart, um, and I know I'm sure we can all relate to this. I went to Walmart to purchase one thing, and I know I put this on Facebook, so for those of you who have already seen the post, I apologize in advance, but I went to Walmart to purchase this one thing, brother, and I left having spent a little over $40, and the one item I bought was only $9.99, amen, so uh, yeah, I ended up getting way more than what I bargained for. However, um, I'll get to this a little bit later, but myself um, and one of my other sister friends in ministry, as well as another friend, he's like a big, a big brother to me now. Um, we're actually collecting items to give away to those in need, like warming items, blankets, scarves, gloves, jackets, raincoats, all that, all those types of things. And so while I was in there, I was like, you know what? I saw some blankets, and they were only two, $2.50. And I'm like, come on now. Like, we eat that all the time. We spend money on all the unnecessary things, right? And then we were like, where's all my, you know, where are all my money going? But while I was in there, you know, I know that some friends and I were getting ready to collaborate to give back. And so I was just like, you know what, I'll go ahead and pick up some items. So I did that and came on home, and it's been a very, very, very eventful day. I'm like, wow, this has been just a wonderful day, and I'm, I'm just, I'm still so excited about it even yes. now. So, yeah, that's how my day was. Good, good, good. And I hope that did make someone's day. I know right now I was just checking out a few minutes ago. A couple of friends of mine kind of heartbroken because the Cowboys lost. But, um, hey, yeah, Mm. I just just bounced out myself. But Oh, are you okay? Let me check on you, brother. Are you okay? Are you okay about that? Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm not a – Football fan, anyway. My my sport is wrestling, <laughs> but um, but 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 even with that, you know, thank God. I hope and pray that um, you know, even their spirits are lifted up. But even Yay. even with that, now pertaining to you now, are you originally from the Dallas area? 
I am. I am a little old country girl from Dallas, Texas, and I know that doesn't make sense. People are like, wait a minute, Dallas is a rather rural city. How can you be a country girl from Dallas? Well, my parents were born and raised in Louisiana, um, from Maridge, Louisiana, and from Oak Ridge, Louisiana. However, um, my sisters and I, we were actually born in Dallas, so I kind of got the best of both worlds. I was like a, a city girl with a country girl's heart. But I am from Dallas, Texas. I'm still repping. Um, I do now currently reside in Fort Worth, Texas. But I have not forgotten where I come from. This is just where the Lord has me for whatever reasons. I've gotten settled here in Fort Worth, and it has been good to me. But I will never forget, never forget where I come from. Um, But, I mean, if I could just move my job from Dallas to Fort Worth, that way everything that I do could be all local, that would be great. But, yes, I am originally from Dallas, Texas. And, um, yeah, it's been an awesome journey. Yes, yes, yes. Now, you're the youngest of three? I am. I have two older sisters. I am the baby girl, and I wear that crown, my princess crown, very proudly. Um, mm-hmm. I, I And to be honest, and I, I have to, you know, I just I want people to know a little bit about me. A lot of people actually don't know this story, and I'm sure my mother doesn't mind me sharing it, but I am the youngest of three children. However, uh, my mom um, was actually pregnant with my brother, who would have been older than me. And actually, guys, so, so okay, my mom and dad had two two girls, right? And they're they're actually 11 months apart. I think they're called, like, Siamese twins or some type of, I don't know, singing, I don't know. There's some type of twins where, like, they're the same age for a period of time, and then two weeks later, one will turn a year older than um, the other because when my middle sister, she was born prematurely. But anywho, um, you know, so my, my mom and dad had two girls, um, but they, of course they were trying for a boy because my father really, truly wanted a son. And so my mom, she did. She got pregnant with a son. However, um, he, um, she, she, he, he didn't make it. Um, while she was yet pregnant with him, they actually, you know, he just he just never made it here. And so because of that, my mother and my father, they actually tried one more time, and that's when I was born. Um, however, and I think I'm, I'm, I, at some point I used to share this on the website, but I tell the story of how, like, up until the day that I was born, um, my parents or the doctors had actually told my parents that I was going to be a boy, okay? Anyone knows me? I, I know that I'm all beta i'm 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 alpha female okay i'm 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 all woman um but up until the point that I was born, the doctors told my 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 parents that I was uh going to be a boy, and so when my mother gave birth to me, and you know my father saw, oh my goodness, this is a girl, my mother told me that my father like literally just walked out of the room and for like a whole day, y'all, I didn't even have a name um they had thought about naming me Brittany, Jessica maybe Erica and one other name. And my dad was like, I don't like any of those names. And so when they finally, my mom finally said, well, what about Courtney? That's how I ended up with my name. But I was nameless, y'all, for a whole day. Can y'all believe that? For a whole day, I did not have a name. I was just like probably Taylor Baby. Who knows? But, yeah, but, yeah, so I am. I'm the youngest of three girls. But I even thank God for that. Noah, I don't rejoice in the fact that my brother did not make it. You know, I, I – I actually, you know, I look at that as, you know, God had a plan for whatever reasons, and my mother had actually had a dream that had my brother been born, he actually would have had 
um, a few challenges. And so um, for whatever reason, you know, God just did not put that particular um, or did not allow that situation, you know, to happen with my family. I was born, but, you know, again, I'm just like, wow, had my brother, you know, lived and was well, like I wouldn't, I would not even exist right now. So I know that God um, has a purpose and he has a plan for me. And not only that, you know, the, the scripture tells us in Jeremiah 29 and 11 for um, God has a plan and a purpose for all of us, right? He knows the plan that he has for us is to give us hope and give us a good future and it's to also prosper us. So um, even my birth was like, it, it was unplanned, but it obviously was a, a plan of the father. And so I take that, I don't take that very lightly. I'm like, okay, obviously God, you know, went through the ropes to ensure that I was here. So this life that he's given me, I'm going to make sure that I live it to the fullest because I almost wasn't even an idea. So, yeah. Hmm. Interesting, hmm. right? Yes. <laughs> Interesting. Yes, and, and especially at the last minute to know your sex. Yeah. A lot of times, a lot of times, so many people depend upon sonograms and all that stuff and plotting, playing, and then all of a mm-hmm. sudden thinking. So when the baby come out, oh, there's your boy. No, that's a girl. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But who knows why, though, that whole identity was hidden. I look at it like I could have been hidden in Christ for a purpose. Mm-hmm. Like maybe it wasn't meant for some unknown reason that I don't even yet understand. Uh, maybe it wasn't meant for it to be revealed at that time, you know. And, and sure, my father loved me, you know, God bless, you know. <laughs> Rest in peace. May he rest in peace. He's gone on to be with the Lord um, at this point. But, you know, my father was just really looking forward. Like, this is a pregnancy that everybody was really happy about because it was like, yay, we're finally having a boy. And, again, we, we lost a son. So I was just, just uh, I mean, I was well awaited, right? Uh, but mm-hmm. I, I, too, if I can, too, I just want to even encourage someone even now concerning that. Um, because, listen, nothing happens by accident. When we, you know, when you and I talk, we pray that everything that will be spoken will be totally inspired by God. And so I must be saying this for a reason, too, Brother Prater. Should there be anyone who's listening on this call or someone who may even hear this call after the fact, if you have ever lost a child or if, you know, there's women on here who have ever had miscarriages or, um, you know, what, whatever the circumstances, you know, my heart and my condolences and my prayers go out to you because I know that that was not easy. I mean, I'm sure my dad probably thought about that many a times, you know, God, why did you take my son? And, you know, you've given me three girls. You've given me three daughters. But, you know, my, my parents, they were believers, so they understand that nothing happens unless God has already predestined that thing. But, you know, my prayers go out to anyone, again, who's ever lost a child or even if the child was born and, you know, were just, they're, they were gone too soon, you know, my prayers go out um, to you, um, just be encouraged because, you know, God knows everything that happens before it happens. You know, I pray that no one is upset or angry with God because, again, he just, he knows everything. And the scriptures even tell us that God knows the ending of a thing, right? And so um, you may not understand why things had to happen, you know, even we sometimes don't understand fully because remember the the Bible tells us that God's ways are are, are higher than our, our our 
his ways are higher than our ways and his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. You know, and how can anyone understand the thoughts of God? Um, but, you know, just be encouraged. Um, if it definitely is in God's will, you know, I've been a part of situations, brother, where, you know, no, I'm not married and I don't have children, but God has even allowed me to have, like, spiritual children or he's allowed me to mentor um, children or young women, young men. Like, you don't have to um, biologically or physically give birth to a child in order to be considered a mother or a father, okay? So if anyone is on this call who has not know, even have the opportunity, or what have you been praying for a baby? What have you been petitioning and asking God for a child, and it hasn't happened yet? You know, if it is God's will for that to happen, and you have to think, I'm learning this, I'm y'all, and I'm telling too much as far as revealing my age, because most ladies don't, but I'll tell y'all, I just turned 31 on October 1st, but I'm saying that to say I, I'm starting to understand that, um, that, you know, God, he just, He's in control of of absolutely everything. But what what if um, what if he doesn't give you right a biological son or a biological daughter? Do you know that there are so many other children out here who need fostering, who need parenting? Um, there are shelters people can go and volunteer. Um, where there are different ministries and communities that you can get involved with in order to serve and act like a parent. You know, there are children out there who have a mom and dad, who have a biological parent, but those parents are those parents are actually not a part of those children's life. So if you believe that God has given you the heart of a mother or the heart of a father, you know, consult God about, number one, um, oh, that's what I was going to say, um, Seek God about his timing. You know, remember when in Genesis, when God appeared to Abram and Sarai at that time, you know, and he he told them both, you know, that they were going to have a child. This is going to be the promised child. But, you know, remember, too, that the angel of the Lord spoke to them and said that it would happen at an appointed time, right? At an appointed Mm -hmm. time. So don't ever be discouraged if something hasn't happened yet. Because who's to say that God doesn't have it marked on his calendar, the date, the time, and, and, and you know, the, the moment of which it will happen. So if God has ever said anything to you, you know, and always make sure that your desires um, and, and some of the things that you aspire to have, make sure that those have been desires that come from God because his word tells us that if we delight ourselves in him, that he will give us the desires of our hearts, right? Right? But mm-hmm. just make sure that that's what God has for you because if not, it may not happen the way that you want it to, but he may have something even better where you can be even the more so effective or even the more so impactful, uh, but it, it just may be, it may just look a little something different than what you thought. So never, you know, push away something because it's not the way, you know, it's not, it doesn't come with a package or the packaging of, 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 of which you ask, you know, always pray again, you know, God, not my will, but let your will be done. Um, but yeah, I just, again, I just wanted to encourage someone because I was like, okay, why did I go there about the loss of my brother and et cetera, et cetera, you know, and now I'm here. Um, but I just really wanted to just extend my heart to parents and just know that again, or even if you're single, right? What if you're, excuse me, unmarried and, you know, men and women alike, you're saving yourself, you're 
uh, you know, attempting to live a sanctified life and not, you know, um, have, you know, relations with people outside of God's will, you know, and you're like, well, doesn't look like I may not ever get married. Again, just seek God about his time and seek God about his will. But if you're, you know, you just feel as if it's it's not meant for you or you don't even want it, however you want children, God, how am I going to have a child? You've been thinking about, in, in, what is that process called? Um, in vitro fertilization. You know, you've been thinking about getting donors and all this. Pray and ask the Lord what his will is for your life because, again, guys, I know of plenty of people that you've got the Girls and Boys Club, you've got the YMCAs, and they're all over the place. Like, there's been a minister who's been trying to get me to mentor at the YM, one of the YMCAs um, here in Fort Worth, and I just I haven't been able to do it um, due to my work schedule, and I'm, you know, commuting back and forth from Dallas. So by the time I get back to Fort Worth, I, you know, I've kind of missed a, a good a good bulk of the time that we were supposed to be spending with these kids. But, again, I'm just saying all that to say, y'all, you know, really just seek the Lord about about what he wants for your life because, again, he totally may have a plan, right, but the blueprint just may be different than what you thought that it would be, but he, he can still make that thing happen, but it's going to be um, however he desires to, to provide or to give that to you. Um, and that's all I have to say about about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know what? It's, that's needed, and it wasn't a coincidence that the Lord had led you to share that because someone might be, someone, one, they may be questioning and of course, mm-hmm. one of the things we always say, it's okay to ask God questions. You mm-hmm. know, a lot of times people feel like we serve an unapproachable God. But God said, No, mm-hmm. come to him. You know, yes. he wants us to come and talk to talk to him, communicate, fellowship. Yes. You know. Yes. And he wants to have a dialogue. But most importantly, a lot of times it's unfortunate that we'll pray to God, we'll tell God things, mm-hmm. but we'll walk away from the conversation before he responds back. Uh-oh. True. That is so powerful. That is very yeah. powerful. So, yes, what you're saying, there's a two-part to prayer, or there's a two-part to having dialogue with God. One could be talking. One could be listening and always mm-hmm. be led by the Holy Spirit and see God, okay, when I do come before you today, do you want me to bless you, you know, with the fruit of my lips, or would you like to speak to me and I be fed? And so... Um, that's actually very powerful, very profound that you said that. Uh, but most definitely, definitely, um, prayer is just not about you talking to God. And by any means, you know, some people, um, you know, uh, view God or treat God as if he is a pimp or is if he is a, a divine Santa Claus. You know, you want to just sit around and tell him what you want. Um, and just expect him to always just give, 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 give. Yes, he reigns on the just. He reigns on the unjust. Um, he is a good, a great father. You know, how much more would he not give until his children? Um, but he most certainly, most certainly wants a relationship with us, and he doesn't. You know, I mean, it's like anyone. You know, would you like mm-hmm. for someone to only call you when you wanted something or when you needed something? I mean, it would be very obvious um, to you that that person was only, you know, getting from you what they wanted and what they needed and then treating you like, you know, a total stranger um, when everything is going good. So I just think that was very profound that you said that because even I had to come to a place where I realized that praying or talking to God is not always about speaking to him, but it's literally 
sitting there and it's listening, even if you sit there and you don't hear anything right off the back, sometimes there can be a silence before the Lord says whatever it is he desires to speak. But I think that's very profound because even I, it's, I didn't realize that until like just a few years ago, um, maybe 2009, and then God had to remind me again, like, um, it actually had, had to have been within a year's time because I was just reading about something that I had written when I came home one day from work thinking that I was going to, you know, um, actually kneel before the Lord and pray to him. And the Holy Spirit told me to shh, 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 and because he wanted to actually speak to me. So it's very profound, very profound what you stated. Hmm. You know, um, just like how you were speaking about just like a relationship what caught my attention a lot of times when we're in love, when we um in a relationship with someone that we trust, mm-hmm. we end up getting comfortable, not in a negative way, but I mean as far as being able to really just trust someone where you don't mind allowing your guard to be down or you don't mind being vulnerable. You don't mind having what what some people call that blabbermouth, whatever that you just like you just want to just talk, just, just just want to share your heart, just want to share your heart, just want to share your heart. And you trust that person of the ear that that's listening. You just so excited. You just want to just talk. Sometimes it's about nothing. You just like to just talk because you are happy about that, that fellowship or the company of the person that you have. Imagine God. Wow. Imagine how God feels how God feels with us, mm-hmm. those that have been seeking him, those that have been, you know, searching and, you know, seeking his heart and everything. And because mm-hmm. a lot of time people say, oh, God, God, I trust you. I trust you. Yeah, that's good. You can trust God, but does God trust you? And so just Uh-oh. imagine that the one that that been seeking God, that has yes. God as the first agenda. Uh-huh. And God just want to say, you know what? I just want, can I just talk to you for a minute? And I know yes. sometimes I'm going I'm to say this and I'm, I want to, I want to make sure that you have the floor, but I'm going to tell you what happened this week, this week for the mm-hmm. past couple of nights, God been waking me up at three o'clock. I don't care what time I go to bed. Oh. Not, I'm a night owl. I'm a night owl, <laughs> but God will wake okay. me up at three o'clock in the morning. And normally mm-hmm. I don't have a hard time sleeping. But mm-hmm. when I turn and I realize I can't sleep, first thing I say, okay, God, you woke me up. Now, mm-hmm. it's your responsibility to make sure I don't fall asleep at work. Oh, wow. I love that. So, uh-huh. so I'm going so I'm gonna to get up. I'm going to pray. I'm going to do it. But, God, I'm going to need you to be my generator if I get weaker, if I get low. And so they just let us know how sometimes God may wake us up. If we're too busy in the daytime, he will wake us up in the wee hours of the night and say, hey, yes. I just want to talk to you. Wow. So I just I just had to share that. Beautiful. And he serenades us with his love and with his spirit. And it's just, it, it's like no other love um, you'll you'll ever know or you'll ever experience. You know, um, we were actually uh, some a group and I we were talking about that tonight. You know, well, we're you know sometimes people will seek love in all the wrong places. You know, whether it was and it, and it still 
from a root, whether it was the absence of a father or the lack of a mother or having been hurt or rejected by people or, you know, um, neglected, whatever the case, but we were, we were talking about, um, you know, how sometimes, you know, that's how habits are built. Um, that's how addictions can be created because, you know, people are actually attempting to fill voids. Um, and when the, the, the young lady was talking and she talked about, you know, how one of her voids stemmed, which I can actually relate to this as well, she said that, you know, she was always looking for the love of her father, um, and she was attempting to get it out of other people, and then it ended up, you know, trickling over into um, doing drugs and, you know, having substance abuse. And so, again, I can relate, um, not saying about, you know, having done um, any type of narcotics or anything like that, but um, I lost my father when I was, um, I think I was actually turning eight years old, and, you know, Although my father's time here on this earth was very well spent, um, I love my father. And yes, guys, I know I said that earlier that when I was born and he saw that I was a girl, he walked out of the room because he was disappointed. Um, but uh, something changed. Somebody had to change a heart because hmm. um, as I was, you know, you know, as much as I can recall as I got older, like my father and I, we were best friends. My mother used to laugh about it all the time because she used to say, like, she used to tell me, she would say, you think that your daddy is your husband, but he's my husband. Like, we would literally fight over my dad, and he just was <laughs> the apple of my eye. He was the, the, the thump in my heart. Um, and But, you know, because he, he, you know, I did, I lost him so soon, and I literally came, like, in, in my imagination, you know, I had the picture-perfect family with a little white picket fence. We didn't have a white picket fence, y'all, by the way. We had a, a, one of them silver wire gates that if you uh, try to climb it and you, you didn't do it right, you didn't do, jump it right, it, it would scratch the mess out of your leg because, I mean, <laughs> it happened to me tons of time. But, you know, in my mind, I'm just saying I, I had such a loving family, and it was just so picture-perfect. But, you know, when my father passed away um, on April 6th of 96, it was, you know, a part of me died. And, you know, I, I didn't know it at first, but there most certainly was a void there. And I did. I began to seek love from different places or, you know, I call myself being in love, you know, at the tender age of 17. And, you know, that was a very unhealthy relationship, you know, that I was in. But I stayed in it because all I had known from my mother and father was that, you know, they met when they were 14 and 15 years old and they were inseparable from from that time. And so I was always thinking that, you know, well, the first person I fall in love with, that's who I'm going to marry because, that's what happened to my mom and dad. Like, that was the norm to me. Um, but, you know, I did. I grew up without my dad, and because of that, you know, I just began to seek love in so many other places. And it wasn't until, again, I had to mature. And, you know, I grew up in a very, very, very um, faith-based um, home. Like, my mother, you know, is still saved. Thank you, Jesus, for that. Um, my father was saved, and, you know, we we knew the ways of the Lord, but it wasn't until I, I grew up and I, I matured a bit, even even in my my journey with the Lord, to where um, I knew God, or He was exposed to me rather, as Abba Father. And it wasn't until I knew God then as my Father, and He was actually a greater Father because He was the Father of my Father. So, you know, I I didn't even know all that time that you know I thought that I was I was missing out on something. You know, there would be other kids, and their their dads would come and 
and have um, donuts with them or that you would have daddy-daughter dance. And I was just like, I can't go to that. And all my uncles lived, you know, out of state, so I didn't have anyone to take me. But, you know, just, again, so many times we, we look for love in all the wrong places, but yet we fail to realize that even in the Word, you know, Scriptures tell us, for God is love, right? And perfect love casts out all fear, um, so, you know, I, again, I just, and I can't say I don't know why, because I was actually that person too, you know, we just fail to realize how much of a, of a resource God is, you know, and I love the fact that he is, is kind of like chemophanillion, if you will, because he can, he is, and he can be any and everything that we need, right? Didn't he tell Moses when he, when Moses asked, you know, who should I tell Pharaoh, um, you know, who should I tell tell him uh, who sent me? And, and God told him, you tell him that I am has sent you. God, I am. He is everything that we need him to be, whether it's a companion, whether it's a father, whether it's a, whether it's a friend, whether it's our redeemer, whether it's our joy, our peace. Like, God is absolutely everything that you need. But, again, like spending that quality time with God, um, even even reading his scriptures, guys, like, you know, I, I have to share this. You know, I, again, I grew up, um, you know, my mother used to take us to church or she would tell us she didn't give us an option um, whether or not we wanted to go to church. But, you know, as I got older, there came a point in time where I actually realized I am going to church based out of routine and not because this is something that I want to do like I'm going because grandmama said this is what you're supposed to do. Mama said you go do it, and daddy knew too this was right, you know. So I was just my relationship with God. It was it was based off of things that I had been taught, and not anything that I was willingly or will willingfully doing, you know, from my own heart. And so I I, I told God, hold up, you know, I need to know you for myself because right now I'm going off what other people are saying to me. And God did. He took me actually on a 31-day journey when I said, you know, Lord, I know you are, but, you know, if you are real, I need you to show me. I need you to reveal yourself unto me because, again, at this point, I only know you based on what other people have told me. I truly don't – I don't have an authentic relationship with you, and I know that a lot of people can relate to that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like we're, 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 we're operating like a robot, and we don't even – no, but I did. I prayed and I asked God to show himself and to reveal himself to me, and you wouldn't believe it. Um, the Lord told me that he wanted me to start reading um, his scripture, and when I, I think it was one day I just I ended up opening up my Bible, and I don't remember if it was the front or if it was the back. I don't know if it was in the Concordian. I have no clue where it was, but I ended up reading um, like the front or the back of the Bible, and it talked about Honestly, that getting to know God is is getting to know him through his word. So unless you read about the Lord, you know, how else can you know of his ways? And so I knew then that God was answering my prayers. You know, I was authentically seeking um, a genuine relationship between me and God. And he told me, well, this is how we'll start. You read my word, get to know me, um, you know, spend time in prayer. I was also... Um, on the Daniel fast at that time, my church had called the fast, but um, I literally began to just seek the Lord, and, and it was by by reading scriptures. And the more, brother, I began to learn about God, the more he then began to tell me 
um, who I was in him. So I didn't even know not only was I seeking out God, but I was also seeking out my 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 identity and my destiny um, in who God had created me to be. But um, And so for a lot of people who are, you know, and I, I put this on Facebook maybe about a week ago, you know, a lot of people have the question um, or they have, you know, they make the statement, you know, that there has to be more to life than this. I think one of the most profound, prolific questions that we hear in our day and time is, what is my purpose? Why am I here? Mm-hmm. What what am I what am I called to be? Like what I mean, what is my supposed career path? Um yes. those yes. things will come by way of seeking God. He is your creator, mm-hmm. right? He created us. Yes. Science even points and it proves it it, it it points to God that He truly did create, right, the earth. So you won't you won't know those things unless you literally ask God, you know, and just kind of asking in the air, that's not directing the question towards the Lord. You know, that's like sitting in a, a group of, of or sitting amongst a group of people and you just ask a question out loud. You know, if you don't direct it to a person, how they're supposed to know you, you're talking directly to them. So, you know, it's not going to do you any justice to just say, well, what, you know, just, just to think out loud, what is my purpose? What is, you know, talk to the Father. And, again, as, as I was even quoting in prayer, you know, the, the word tells us that when we call upon God, he will answer us. And, too, um, there's a scripture that says that if any man lack wisdom, let him ask, let him or her ask, and sh- and God will give them, you know, what they lack. And so um, I know I said a whole lot there, but I'm just, to God be the glory, you know, there's just so much that comes out of spending time with God, you know, it's, it's for your own benefit. It's 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 a beautiful, actually, a beautiful relationship, you know, and don't even think that just because you've, quote, unquote, known God or you've gone to church all your life that, you know, you have a relationship with God. Like, you truly could be functioning off of, like, autopilot and not <laughs> even yeah. realize that you truly don't, you know, actually know God um, in a very hmm. personal way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that was so well put and well needed, you know. Uh, thought about even what you was you were speaking, especially even about the purpose and stuff. Uh, that old phrase that they always say: the two most important days. The first day is knowing the day you were born, and the other one is the day mm-hmm. you know why you were born. You yes. Know? And and I know even myself. So many people, and no offense to those who are not saved. But we talking especially about those who are saved. Like you're saying, mm-hmm. we get so used to that routine of going to church, but we're not mm-hmm. talking about applying what we've been taught within the church True. and applying it to our lives, you know. And one of the most frustrating things when you're trying to seek your purpose, sometimes mm-hmm. it's easy for somebody to say, well, you know, just, just give it to God. Just pray about it. Just give it to God. But people mm-hmm. tell us to give it to God, but they don't tell us how to give it to God. And so, mm-hmm. so that's something that we as believers, that's why we have to band together and say, hey, look here, God, mm-hmm. especially if we know someone that may be struggling or may have a question of why they're, why they're born or what their purpose is, right. that's, that's what our responsibility is to band together, how to say iron sharpens iron, 
Well, yes. we are our brother's keeper to help and say, you know what? Yes. I see some potential. You might want to just go yes. this way. This might be a field that might be good for you, you know. And sometimes yes. we we walking all around in our purpose and not recognize it, and we trying to fulfill somebody else's purpose in our life. Mm, so true. So true. That is so very true. And, you know, I do um, – I, I talk about this too on my website, or if I haven't already published it, I do plan on publishing um, a blog that talks about actually, and it's going to be titled um, "There Has to Be More to Life Than This." I remember actually talking to one of my uh, sister friends. Her name is Brittany. We talked about this sometime last year, and she was telling me, you know, that that's something she's actually like that. That exact phrase was something that she's uttered to the Lord before. Like, I just know that there has to be more to life than this, but mm-hmm. I'm actually going to be um, generating that particular blog as a testimony that when mm-hmm. I was about 21 years old, um, I was sitting at the computer desk. Um, I was working in the medical field for a private practice, and at 21 years old, I felt that, um, you know, there has to be more more to life than this. And I, I genuinely asked God, I said, God, what is my purpose? Why did hmm. you place me here on this earth? And what is the career path that you desire for me? Like, like, what am I supposed to be doing? And um, I, I literally, like, I called myself. Um, I was, you know, aspiring to, to get back into school. And as I was typing, it's just God, he, he's just, he works in mysterious ways. But as I was typing it on the computer, you know, trying to type out a particular college, I literally, it's like I just clicked something. I, I don't even know how it happened, but it was the Holy Spirit. And there was a presentation that came up on the computer, brother. And it was, it was a presentation about cosmetology school. And I was like, oh, like I just knew that it was God answering my prayers. Um, mm. And, you know, people may be like, well, well, your purpose in life was to go to cosmetology school. Well, guess what? When I ended up enrolling in cosmetology school, like from my very first client down to my very last client, it was actually a ministry for me. Like everyone mm-hmm. who would sit in my chair, God would use me. Um, to either feel their infirmities through, the, through, you know, discernment and by way of the Holy Spirit or to inspire those people. Um, I've got a really, really good sister friend. Her name is Jocelyn, um, and she has her own, you know, um, nonprofit organization called Sisters with Stories. But she was actually one of my clients, and she's like, if I don't work with anybody else as far as partnerships or if I haven't worked with anyone else up until this point, like, she has been my girl, like my prayer partner. I mean, we inspire one another. Any resources that we have, we share with one another, we collaborate, we get together. My hair was truly a ministry for me. Um, It moved me here to Fort Worth, Texas, and this is where I came, and I became licensed as an evangelist, you see. So God just, he had so many other plans for me, um, even going to cosmetology school, but I just said out there to say again, and some, you know, some people may even say, well, you know, I've asked God, but he hasn't told me anything or he hasn't, you know, spoken anything unto me yet. Um, I just truly believe in it. And, again, I, I'm, I'm not God, so I can't say how he operates in that regards. But truly, you know, it, it wasn't one of those things where I just asked God, like you were talking about, you know, seeking him, and then I walk away and I never, ever, 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 ever spend time with him. You know, I think the Lord 
wants it. He wants to get us to a point where, you know, where we have consistent, continual dialogue with him. He doesn't want us to just again always come to him once we need something because guess what's going to happen? When he gives you what you're asking for, you're going to walk away once again. And again, God, he's not going to let you pimp him. So, you know, just make sure that you're building a consistent relationship with the Lord. You know, some some people may look at others and be like, you know, I don't know, you know, why God may quote-unquote favor that person more than me, although Scripture tells us that the Lord is a respecter of no persons. Um, but truly, it's not that God favors people more. I just believe that people, there are some people who are really putting in the work by constantly mm-hmm. spending time with God. They wake up in the morning and they tell the Lord, thank you, because he didn't have He didn't have to wake us up, you know. Somebody didn't wake up this morning. Someone um, may not wake up, you know, tomorrow. We may not wake up tomorrow, but, you know, I try to find myself guilty of telling God thank you for this day. I find myself guilty of when I'm walking around in my house telling God thank you for this blessing. When I get in my car, God, thank you for this blessing. I pray for your protection like I, I try to talk to the Lord throughout the day. Um, even the Bible tells us that we are to pray without ceasing. So, again, for a lot of people, you're wondering, like, why Why haven't I, why hasn't God been talking to me? Are you truly, like, truly genuinely spending time with the Lord? Because if you're not, again, perhaps he just, he doesn't, he, he wants that one-on-one, you know, time. I was listening to the song by Zacardi Cortez, um, right before you call me, one-on-one time with God. You know, he's saying, I just want one-on-one time with you. But, you know, the Bible tells us that as we draw not unto God, he will draw not unto us. And, you know, he inhabits the praises of his people. So, you know, just building that relationship with God and having that closeness to him, I think it's really key because, you know, um, the Bible tells us that, you know, God says he would withhold no good thing from us, right? No good thing from us. And it says that when it's in, you know, his power, when it's in his hand to do so. But, you know, a lot of people, I don't, you know, they don't realize that you literally sometimes you have to, to be in position to receive what God has for you because if you're not a position um, and it's not about works, it's not about deeds, mm-hmm. you know, it's nothing like that. But it's just, you know, God wants to make sure that, number one, his investment doesn't fall on, you know, follow ground. And, number two, you know, we don't mishandle the things that he's given us. So, you know, just constantly spending that time with God, you know, leaning out into our own, our, our own understanding and just allowing him to truly just direct our paths. You know, it's, it's really key. But truly, guys, I truly found out my purpose because I asked God, but, I, I was talking to him every day. You, you see what I'm saying? So it was nothing mm-hmm. for him to mm-hmm. talk back because he, at that point, he was my friend. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Now, when I ask you this, um, <clears throat> ask you a few more questions, then we're going to open up the lines for those who may want to speak to Miss Courtney, ask questions <laughs> or whatever. Now, in having your purpose known. And mm-hmm. now you have Miss Courtney's closet. Can you tell me the journey to Courtney's closet? Or can you tell us the journey to Courtney's closet? Sure. So it's not a long story, but um, and I talk about it on my website, how we got started. So one night um, I had a dream. 
that the words Courtney's Closet were literally, like, chasing after me. They were rushing after me. Like, I saw it phrase by phrase. Um, the words just, I mean, it, it, like, literally was coming after me with, with, like, force. You know, it wasn't, like, aggressive, but it was, like, very forceful. And so I popped up out of my sleep, and I blurted out, like, subconsciously, um, okay, heaven, I, 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 I know what your priorities are. Um, at that time, um, like in my awakening life, I was actually in the process of beginning um, a journey with a TV personality. Like I had been contacted by a director. Um, this was like someone who, you know, had just graduated school for guess, video graphing or whatever that technicality is called. And um, that person, they just would always see me like posting things on Facebook and I would post very inspirational content and videos, and she asked me, she was like, hey, I want to create um, this whole, like, page or this channel for you, and I just want you to talk, and so I was like, yay, like, thinking, okay, this is the next aspect of my purpose, and because I love to talk, as y'all can see, but God always inspires me to say, I think, incredible things that come from him, and as I was, like, literally, she and I, we were going to be meeting, like, the next day or two, but I had, I call it, like, a a Holy Ghost nightmare. It scares the living daylights out of me, but it wasn't scary. It was just God was getting my attention. And so um, I just I saw in the dream the words Courtney's Closet, and when I woke up, um, I knew exactly um, what that meant. And so um, I, I actually contacted one of my, my friend girls. I told her, uh, maybe, yeah, I told her about the vision that I had, and she helped me get everything um, officialized with the state of Texas. We got the EIN number, our employee um, identification number, and then I eventually became a 501c3 nonprofit, um, Texas nonprofit organization, which, by the way, that was a testimony because, like, anyone knows who's ever or if you've ever, you know, gone through the journey of trying to get your 501c3 status, uh, you know that it can be very pricey. Like, I think there's, like, a flat fee that you pay to the IRS, but in order to have someone to do it for you, if you don't want to go through the process of generating your bylaws yourself, um, it could be very pricey. Like the highest I've ever heard someone charge is like $1,500. But mm-hmm. even God provided the resources. Like I, I ended up telling the woman who did my, um, you know, who applied or filed for my status, I told her, you know, I'm going to need like six months um, before I come up with all the money for my 501c status. And y'all, like, I had the money in less than probably two weeks because God just mm. literally just sent it. Like I, I can't even tell you how it how it all happened. Um, but yeah, I, I have the nonprofit and um, and I say I love to to quote this scripture because I think it's very profound. But even on the website, um, I quote the scripture and it's Proverbs nineteen twenty one and it says that many are the plans in a person's heart. But it is the Lord's purpose that prevails, and indeed that is true. Because again, I thought, I thought that I was getting ready to, you know, fulfill my dream and become the next gospel Oprah Winfrey. And the Lord was like, eh, like I have something else in store for you. And ever since then, like this ministry has, it's blown me away. It's it's completely blown my mind. Sometimes I'm like, what? I have enough profit, and what? Like I'm so very passionate about this. Like if y'all, if I had. My choice, if I had it my way, I would be doing this full time, and I would tell my job, salute, I love you, God bless you, thank you for all the opportunities you gave me, but this is where my passion is. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, God gave me a, a nonprofit organization, and it is wonderful, and the fact that heaven named it, like, 
it's hilarious because anyone who knows me knows that, like, I'm the type of person I don't like to be seen. I don't like to be on the forefront. I'm a total, like, backseat, behind-the-scenes person. And so for God's name, this organization, <laughs> Courtney's Closet, I was like, ooh, 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 yeah, that's to- that for sure is not me because I would probably name it Jesus's Closet, but that's already a Jesus Closet in East Texas. And, by the way, we, we love them. Hey, y'all. But, uh, yeah, that's that's how Courtney's Closet came about. It came by way of a divine revelation. It came by way of a dream, and that's that's how it got started. Hmm. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Now, mm-hmm. before we go on, before we go to the phone line, I do have to bring this up. Would you yeah. like to speak, or would you like to say something about your bigger or your biggest supporter at this time? My biggest supporter, as far as like donors or no, uh, the individual, an individual. Oh, sure. Yeah. Ooh. That that mm. person that person was when I looked on your website, which gonna we're gonna give the information about the website later on. Yeah. But I saw you pay tribute to your oh. biggest supporter. So what we wanna do just in case somebody that may be listening who may okay. feel like, you know what? Um we like I said, just give you the opportunity to even just Acknowledge and bring it up at the time at this time right now. Okay, sure. So it's actually one of oh, I see it. It's in clear white letters. So I call her the queen of my heart, and that is my mother. Is that who you're referring to? Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. And I call her my biggest supporter. She's my prayer warrior. She's my cheerleader. Oftentimes my best friend. And then I also say that she's been, you know, I don't know if I'm a millennial still. I think I am. Um, but I say that she's been rocking with me since 1987. Um, yeah, my mom has definitely been um, a a driving force behind any just who I am as a person, y'all. Like, you know, growing up, I was I had a lot of um, low self esteem. I liked a lot of confidence. Even as I grew up, you know, and I became or I was operating in the things of God. I was always like questioning, like, "Mommy, do I hear God?" And uh, am I, am I, uh, am I, am I anointed? Am I like, I just, I, I just had a lot of, um, I didn't have a lot of confidence, and obviously that was, you know, coming from the enemy, um, because uh, I love this quote by Marion Wilson. Uh, it says that our our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate, but that we are powerful beyond measure. Um, and my mom used to actually always, you know, quote that particular. Um, statement to me and she would always ask me, you know, what is your biggest fear? Um, like my my mother truly guys, she has been a major part of um a lot of who I am today, you know, like even some of the gifts that, you know, we have, we some of those things they just didn't come out of us. Like sure I do. I know of a couple of people who like nobody in their family can sing, but they can sing. But for me it's like God gave me uh, like sprinkles on my mom And he gave me sprinkles on my dad Like I have my father's heart But I have like my mother's mannerisms You know her characteristics Like being a lady of elegance And you know Orderly and like Even a prayer warrior I get her. I have a lot of my qualities um, Actually come from my mother Like writing, being very poetic Like all that stuff Like that's 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 my mom And she truly she truly has been 
um, my biggest supporter besides God. Like, it's been God, my mom, and just the Holy Spirit and a community of people who, who have continuously shown me a lot of support. So shout out to my mommy, Miss Carolyn. Mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. you, and thank you for always believing in me, guys. And just really quick, if you have children or if you have a niece or a nephew or friend or a spouse, um, guys, support is actually very important because sometimes people, they do. They, they've they got um, very key things, you know, on the inside of them or, or in their hands, but it's going to take sometimes a community of, of people to, to just say, hey, you're doing a great job, but like you said, hey, I see something awesome in you, and I just want to encourage you to keep doing what you're doing or, or, or to, to go higher, do greater, and mightier things, you know, through Christ. And so I truly believe that had I not had a voice in my ear that constantly told me, you are beautiful, you don't need makeup, you, you look great, you're smart, you you got it, you have what it takes, and God is going to use you. Like if I didn't have that voice to drown out all the negativity that I the enemy was saying to me, yeah, I just don't know where I would be. So support those whom whom um, God sends your way, even if it's woman to woman. You know, a lot of women are can be very jealous of one another, can be very intimidating of mm. one another, and versus mm. saying, hey, you know, or patting your brother on the back and saying, hey, good job, I see you. And what if you have, like, aspirations? You know, one thing about me and my friends that I can honestly say, brother, is that we don't compete. We always ask each other, how can I serve your ministry and don't even mm. mention that I have one. You see what I'm saying? Mm. Because mm-hmm. it takes people to back what you're doing. So, yeah, shout out to my mommy. Mm. Very necessary. That was very necessary. Now, what we're going to do, we're going to go to the phone line. We're going to start with the person with the area code 817. <clears throat> hey, that that may be Fort Worth, Fort Worth, but- Welcome to Reconnect My Heart Podcast. You're on the air with Miss Courtney Taylor. How you doing Hi. today? Hello? Hello, caller? Hello. I don't Hello. like saying that. I don't like saying everybody, you know, hold telephone numbers, so I just say the area code. Okay. Okay, we'll go ahead and we'll mm-hmm. go we go to the next line. Maybe okay, they should. Well, God bless you. Anyhow, now don't, don't be <laughs> trying to hit me up talking about that was me on the call. I'm saying, nope, mm-mm, call back. Call that number back. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Hello, hey, Reconnect y'all. My Heart. Hello, welcome to Reconnect My Heart podcast. You're on the air with Miss Courtney Taylor. How you doing today? Hello? Hello? <laughs> You're true. Okay, okay now... <laughs> Now, there is no number that's posted on here, so a lot of time it might be from overseas or sometimes it might be through someone that's using um the internet. So we're gonna try okay. we're, gonna, we're gonna try this person one more time. This is an area called eight one seven again. So if you're on the line, if you're able to hear on the radio and your area code is eight one seven, um we're getting you on the line right now to speak with Miss Courtney Taylor. Even if you don't hey. want to, even if you don't uh, have a question or whatever like that, you could just say hello. 
I'm hearing you and you can, you know, just say, you can even say that you just listened to the program. Hello. Yes, okay. this is uh, Brother Long from Fort Worth, Texas, and I am listening. I've been listening the whole time. Uh, it's been really, really wonderful and amazing, and I'm glad to be able to hear the word of God on tonight. Awesome, 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 awesome. Hi, Elder. Thank you so much for calling. That's one of my dear friends, powerful, wonderful man of God um, in ministry. And so, yeah, I let him know tonight that we were going to be um, airing the show here live. And so thank you again, guys. Thank you for um, your support, your moral support. You know, that's, to me, that's 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 very affirming to just know that people you know, they call, they they listen, and they support, and I know that you guys are praying for us as well. So thank you so much for calling in, Elder. God bless you. We really appreciate your support tonight. Yes, thank you. Thank you for calling in. Thank you for your, your acknowledgement. And th- this this is what fellowship is all about. And also, yes. you never know, just because, first of all, I had a couple of questions written out I was going to bring up, but I'm so glad that God allowed those questions answered even throughout the program without me even saying anything because wow. this, is letting you, this is actually letting us know that there is a need and people may be listening right now. They may be listening tomorrow. They may listen years from now, but just knowing that what you shared what you shared today pertaining to purpose, pertaining to grief, pertaining to, you know, the loss of a child, loss of a parent, or even some that may be disconnected from their parent to yes. let them know, you know what, you know what, even though I may not have had the best relationship with this parent or, or whatever, but the thing is, there may be someone that God may send my way to give me a word, or if you want to say, I always call just case those who may not have a biological father in their life. I always right. say you may have a stepfather or a step up father that come wow. in give you what you need. And so yes. you never know. You don't have to be related by blood. You could be related by love. And so yes. just know that you all are loved and we all are loved. And sometimes yes. even though, we may not get the support or the love that we may expect from people, certain people, but God will always bring a substitute. And whatever God bring things or bring people, I always say he added, He gives riches and added no sorrow. Yes. So, so Miss Taylor, you have really, really blessed us on today. And if you don't mind, I know this is your first time on the program but we're not going to allow this to be the last time on this program. <laughs> so, Thank you. So what we want to do, we, we spoke about Courtney's Closet, and can you give us the information just in case people who are listening may want to contribute and how they can contribute and what they can contribute to a Courtney's Closet? Absolutely. So number one, if you all um, do want to know what Courtney's Closet is, um, I'm going to actually give you the website where you can go online and see absolutely everything it is or everything that we do. But it is a faith-based 501c3 nonprofit organization, and we are dedicated to donating essential items that people need um, by way of people donating to the organization. And then literally we give it to whomever needs it, families, individuals, organizations, 
less fortunate homeless people, um, we give it out um, wherever it is needed. But um, so number one, you all can contact me via my website. Um, it's www.c as in Courtney, T-A-Y, so it's like Taylor, but C-T-A-Enterprises, E-N-T-E-R-P-R-I-S-E-S.com, and you can see um, the welcome page, the About Me page, Courtney's Closet, plus so much more. Um, there's guys, so many things that are upcoming and that God is um, doing in my life that I would love to share with you all. Um, and if you actually log onto the website, um, scroll down to the very bottom, it does give you um, my email address. It, we've got a P.O. box. Um, if anyone is ever interested in donating clothing items, shoes, furniture, guys, it doesn't matter, non-perishable foods, um, I have to mention this as well. So I'm actually in the process, well, I am collaborating right now um, with a dear friend of mine. She's Again, I mentioned her earlier. She's got an organization called Sisters with Stories, and I also now partner with and I sponsor um, a basketball organization um, with my dear friend Thomas Turner called Hoop Society. And in November, um, Coach Thomas and I, we are actually um, going to be feeding the homeless for Thanksgiving. Um, I'm actually I'm creating um, a donate button via my Facebook, and you can find me um, by typing out Courtney Taylor, guys. Know that that is a very common name. So there's like over a million of us out there. But maybe if you go online and you, you go to Brother Prater's page, you can, you know, find me through him. Uh, we've been posting things on his um, page here lately, and you can donate financially. Know that all funds, like, guys, we totally operate in integrity. Whatever people give us things towards, we, we are sure to use those items specifically for that particular cause, um, but you can donate financially. We're, again, we're trying to feed, you know, as many people as we can. Um, and then in, or rather in, and in December, um, Jocelyn and I, with her organization, Sisters with Stories, we're going to be giving out warming items, blankets, coats, jackets. We need these items, guys, for kids as well as adults, girls, boys, men, and women alike. Um, anything that you could think of, warming items, um, we're going to be passing those things out um, at that time. But also now, like, the Holy Spirit put it on my heart, like, we cannot wait for the holidays before we start giving those things out because the cold front came um, October 15th, I believe. And, you know, I don't think it plans on going anywhere. Today was kind of uh, questionable, but tonight it's starting to get a little bit cool. So I'm actually already starting to hand out umbrellas, Blankets. I went to the store and bought some men's hats. Guys, they were only a dollar, one dollar. Like again, we we spend that on on nothing, or we've got change in our cars and in our vehicles that can be, you know, being useful and and seriously contributing um, to those who are um, in need. So yeah, you can connect with me on Facebook, Courtney Taylor. You can go to my website. Um, I've got an email address. Or if anyone wants to inbox me to get my personal contact information, you ever want to talk to me or collaborate with upcoming events, you know, I'm all about pushing the next person and helping the next person. If you have a vision or if you have a, a business plan that you believe God has, you know, been calling you to do and you need some guidance, you know, I'm totally there to be of assistance for you. And if I can't personally help, I've got people who mentored me in in the nonprofit industry. So guys, just connect. And um, I look forward to to 
um, you know, collaborating or even meeting some of you all at some point. So God bless you, and thank you so much for this opportunity, Brother Prater. It truly has been a phenomenal one. Thank you so much. My honor, my honor. And uh, before before we get ready to leave, if you don't mind, you fed us, and I thank you. You hit so many areas. Maybe some people that might have a need, if you don't mind, for you to be able to just come and just pray for those who may need to be fed or who just may be struggling, just whatever the case may be, if you could just go ahead and just feel free to just share and just pray whatever the Lord tell you to. Okay. Well, Spirit of the living God, um, God, we first and foremost, Lord God, we just, again, we thank you so much for this opportunity, Lord God. We know that nothing happens by way of accident or coincidence, Lord God. Uh, In the Hebrew, the word coincidence does not even exist Therefore, there is no such thing as coincidences, Lord. But I thank you, God, so much for this call, God. And I do pray that something was spoken um, that brought forth healing or it may have even hit um, some nails or exposed some wounds that need to be healed, that need to be uncovered. That way, true healing and true deliverance can can fully take place, God. I, I lived each and every person um, who is on this call or who may hear it later, God, I lift those people unto you, God. And I'm praying for a, 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 a holy or a divine, um, I'm praying for a divine uh, visitations from you, Lord God, not to scare anyone, but God, I'm praying that you would introduce yourself um, to your people in, in, in such a, a more intimate way, God. Show people who you are, Lord God. We're not asking for you to prove yourself because we do. We acknowledge that you are the one and the true living God. But I'm praying, Lord God, that there are people, Lord God, who have been dealing with hurt um, from their past, hurts from their childhoods, God, and they need you, Lord, and they need you right now, God. And I'm praying and I'm asking, God, for every brokenness, Lord God, that you you would heal um, people, God. And I'm, I'm just praying, Lord God, that you, Lord God, would, would, would hear the prayers of your people and that you you would truly be a deliverer, God, for I know you as Jehovah Jireh, God. We know you as God, um, our provider. So, God, any needs that your people have, God, we pray right now that you would meet them at the point of need, Lord God. And if there's anything that I did not personally um, pray or say, we know that according to your word, it says that Jesus is always at the right hand of the Father, and he is the one who is making um, intercession uh, for us And so I just I truly pray God and I want to end this prayer with Isaiah 61 and 1 It says for the spirit of the Lord God is upon me Because the Lord has anointed me To preach good tidings to the poor He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, To proclaim liberty, liberty To the captives And the opening of the prison to those who are bound To proclaim the acceptable year Of the Lord and the day of vengeance Of our God to comfort all who mourn to console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, amen, and the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called the tree of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. God, and I, I end this prayer with just gratitude and with thanks, God, whatever it is that your people have need of, God, whether it is clothing, or clothing rather, Lord God, your word told us um, in Matthew 6, for the lilies of the field do not clothe themselves, so why do we worry about what we're going to eat or what we're going to drink? For the birds, they, they don't 
um, supply their own food, but it is you that provide the food and the clothing of, of, of the grass. And your word asks us, how much more would you would you do for us? We, we are the children of the Most High. So, God, I pray that if there are any um, needs that people have, Lord God, and if Courtney's closet can be a blessing unto them, God, I pray that you send them for freely you have given unto us and freely uh, we will, or freely we have received from you, and freely we will give back unto your people. God, I thank you for the re- for this ministry. Reconnect my heart, God. I pray that you would continue to use this platform uh, to bring forth your love, your good tidings, and even healing and and mercy and deliverance. God, we thank you for it, and we call it done in your in your mighty Son Jesus' name. We pray, Amen, Amen. Amen, Amen, Amen. I want to thank. Everyone who tuned in and listened, I want to thank once again Miss Courtney Taylor. Thank you for feeding us. Thank you also for what you do. And just as you prayed for us, we're going to be praying for you, praying that God use you, God continue to use your ministry, God open up many doors, and for God to just show himself strong on your behalf. And we thank you for the heart that you have for his people. And just as the heart that you have for his people, may God continue to strengthen your heart and protect your heart for you to be able to receive what you have pulled out. And we bind everything that the devil may try to do. We bind every distracted spirit. We bind every hindering spirit that the devil may try to put forth. Every purpose and plan that the devil have put forth will be counseled. And we thank you, Lord, for his covering over you and your ministry and your family. And we thank you for the testimony that's going to transpire in the next couple of days. Those things that you desire for your ministry, for God's purpose, will be revealed. And so we thank thank God for everything that he's doing through your ministry. And so we want to encourage each and every one. For those who may want to reach out, what I'm going to do at the end of this program, I'm going to disclose the information so that way once y'all receive the link or once y'all see the link at the bottom you'll see Miss Courtney Taylor's information that way you can get in contact with her and that way y'all can also support so we're asking you all to please support this blessed ministry so once again we want to thank each and everyone who tuned in thank everyone who tuned in to Reconnect My Heart radio program thank you Miss Courtney God bless you. We appreciate you. And like I said, thank you for you coming. And we cannot wait to hear the testimony when you come back. God bless you all. Thank you all. Good night. And may the Lord continually be with you all. God bless you guys. God bless you. Thank you for listening to Reconnect My Heart Radio Program. God bless you. And good night. Good night. 